0: PodModBods. Welcome back to another episode, to part two of uh, my visit to Ann Arbor with the uh, North Coast Modu- Modular Collective. Uh, Joe Bauer will be back on this episode, but we've got uh, uh, Nick Gatiss will be joining us as well. Uh, we didn't get to talk to Nick last week. So um, yeah, it's it's a good one and it's much quieter than last week as far as the background noise but i don't know i listened back to it it was kind of fun to hear uh i heard some hollow notes in the background and some some drunk people screaming and uh yeah i hope i hope it wasn't too bad um what do i have to say patchworks go to patchworks.com if you want to buy some cool stuff it's our local scent shop and they're just the best um p-a-t-c-h-w-e-r-k-s.com patchworks and modular seattle present uh velocity tickets on sale that's going to be an awesome show october 5th ben divkid wilson's coming into town i just got good news that eli from mystic circuits is coming into town so i get to hang out with him again love that guy um yeah it's just going to be a really good time Um, Needham Woodworks please go check out needhamwoodworks.com the most beautiful modular cases in the land no one is the same as the last all made by hand with care n-e-e-d-h-a-m woodworks.com I think that's all for sponsor stuff today Um, you guys got any uh, has anybody got anything mastered by Nathan Moody I'll throw out a plug for Nathan obsidiansound.net the mastering wizard. Uh, yeah, if you got something mastered by him, let me know. We'll, we'll play some of it on the show. Um, I want to say thank you to all you Patreon subscribers. Um, I've, uh, I've been having a lot of fun, finding new ways to interact with everybody who signed up and for and finding new ways to get people to, uh, to join, and lately I've been uh, gathering up just care packages, and every once in a while I'll be like, hey, if you join today, I'll send you a care package, you know, stickers and a personal note or whatever, but there's also some pretty cool uh, tiers to sign up for. You want me to make you a patch, you want to send me some adjectives and nouns? Go to patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast to um, submit me those words. Um, I got some shout-outs to do really quick. Um, I want to say what's up to uh, Cynthia Maleron, a.k.a. Cherish the Love, a.k.a. Uh, Synthesis Arp. She's going to be starting her own label called Synth Salon with a C on synth. It's a pretty fun play on words. And, uh, We'll do a more proper shout out on that once uh, once that's up and running. Also, gotta give a shout out to Vile Mask. V I L E M A S Q U E. Now, this isn't the proper shout out because he asked if he could uh, wait for his shout out because so, he's finishing an album. But I figured I'd just give you a little hey, thanks for signing up. Uh, Taylor Saparito. Thank you so much. Juan John Juan, thank you so much. Get Offset Podcast, another Seattle podcast if you want to check out some stuff uh, in the guitar scene. Um, Elias Asgahagan Araya. Oh, my God. I butchered that last name. I'm so sorry. Uh, Dreads and Guitars. Hey, man, get back to me. I need your shirt size. Thomas Bowden. Matthew Bonson. Bongo Teeth Running. Thank you guys all for joining recently. If I butchered your name, send me an email and I'll, uh, I'll fix that. I think that's about it for intro stuff. Um, trying to get this early. I'm going to go backpacking this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I won't be able to work on the, uh, the, sh- the show, but why am I telling you that, um, that weird little jam that you heard? was actually uh, a track that i made a few years ago that i call cabin jam number three um fun story i'll tell you about it sometime i need to release that as an ep maybe sometime but that was pre modular days i really dig it this next thing you're going to hear is very short but it's uh, the theme song that i did for my sister and brother-in-law's uh podcast called we believe you it's a pretty fun podcast i'd love it if you went and checked it out i was on the most recent episode tell a weird story about a psychic all right we're gonna get into a demo All right, last week we uh, got acquainted with the four-band distortion from DPW Design. And uh, this has been a really fun one to demo because there's not a lot of bells and whistles to it. It just sounds really good. So uh, I'm going to take this little beat. I'm using the Variegate from Moleco to trigger the Atom from After Later Audio, which is the, uh, the mini um, mutable elements clone. So that's what the clean signal sounds like. Let's see what this sounds like going through the four band distortion. So right now I've got the gain all the way up, and I've got the low mid, high mid, low, and high inputs all the way up. So I'm going to bring this gain down to noon. So it's a little more manageable there, but it does sound really good all the way up. Now I'm going to just bring this high mid down. I'll bring the highs down now the low mids down I find that the low like if I got the low mid and the high mid around noon and then turn the low and the high all the way up it sounds pretty cool but let's do the opposite let's take that low and the high down to midnight and then bring the low mid and the high mid up so a lot different sound let's pin them all again and let's check out this, uh, this, uh, CV in control. There's an on and off switch. And then if you have CV going into the end switch and you switch it to the off position, it sounds like this. We can mess with the parameters here. There you have it. Go to dpw.se to learn more about the four-band distortion. It is a lot of fun. Let's just go. So, is it G- Gainus? Gaitus. Gaitus. Yeah. Wait, there's a G in there? Yeah. No. So yeah. My brain is turning. <laughs> no worries. Nick Gaitus, um, part of the North Coast Modular Collective, and we've got Joe. Bauer is back with us.
1: Hello. And this
0: is two days after we recorded at the noisy bar. Yep. So, through the magic of time travel, we've gone just yeah, one little cut, and here we are. Um, Nick couldn't make it out this weekend, so he came out to Ann Arbor today, and we are in the U of M library. What section of the library? It seems like very large.
1: We're on the second floor of the undergrad library. Undergrad library. So we went from the bar to the library.
2: (laughs) 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 You'd think it would
1: have been the other way around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so Nick, I want to get your background on, I guess, music, into synthesis, into modular, into being part of the collective, and we'll go from there. Yeah, no, I, uh, I started off...
3: My parents signed me up for violin lessons in in second grade. So, I started off with Suzuki violin and then like, um, ended up doing piano and drums and oboe and... But, um, in middle school, uh, I had a... My band teacher was, like, he was fresh out of Northwestern and was way into... To synths, okay, um, and that's like that's the first time I saw like MIDI. He was a saxophone player, so he had one of those, um, the I think it was like Kai, uh, Ui, the wind instruments. Hmm. So he'd hook that up over MIDI to his Apple II hmm. GS, and um, but yeah, I went through like a phase in high school, actually middle school and high school, where I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to listen to any guitar bands
2: really?
0: at all.
3: Yeah, ah, okay.
2: That's so, so, what
0: were you listening to then? Oh, uh,
3: like Tangerine Dream uh-huh. and um, synth pop, like Depeche yeah. Mode and uh-huh. uh, yeah. Lab
0: stuff. Yeah, a little later. Yeah,
3: I'll update myself. But
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, it's so funny. I hear like all with everybody I talk to saying like, yeah, when I was in middle like middle school, listening to Tangerine Dream, like. I wish I was that cool it's 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 reprehensible what I listened to up until probably my early 20s um so
3: yeah <laughs> well, that, that, that's that's not to say that I didn't go through my Bobby Brown face. Yeah, so you know it's all it's all fair uh,
1: we all have our own pathways yeah, you just right. gotta find your way through and yeah. figure out what's uh what speaks to you
0: Okay, so so you're listening to some pretty out there stuff um, yeah. from a Midwest Kid in his, you know, early teens. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, and about that time I, you know, bought my first actually the first big synth. I had had one of those uh like a, you know, one of those little, little uh, Casio Tone. Uh, uh-huh. um, you know, it's both a synthesizer and a calculator. <laughs> um and uh, you know, a couple of like the Yamaha Porta Sound stuff, yeah. but Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it kind of spiraled from there. And I was, like, by the time I got through high school, I was, like, this close to going into electronic music as, like, a major. Really? Um, but there were only, like, a a few schools that had, like, electronic music and, like, another degree program.
0: Like, Berkeley um, probably? Was one of those
3: yeah, I, I, I was actually looking at Northwestern okay. again. Um, and then, like, I... So I was so certain that I was, you know, that was the path for me, that I only applied there. <laughs> and then I didn't make it. <laughs> and it, it was uh, the, the, uh, December 13th, a Friday the 13th. Oh, jeez. Wow. you got your notice? Yep. Yeah,
0: oh, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so then I um, ended up going into engineering, and um, about that time, like, one of my friends went back, and our, our band um, in the... The closets of our band room they had um, like an old ARP 2600 uh, semi-modular and so we'd get that out and we had no clue uh-huh. you know we knew it made awesome sounds but we had no clue what we were doing or patching because you know there, there were there was no manual with it yeah and, um, so my buddy ended up buying it for you know off our band director I think for like 50 bucks oh, or something geez. like that he still, have um, it? he still has oh, it Oh god. Hey. yeah now. Oh, it's, yeah, you don't even <laughs> want to know. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Um, but, yeah, so like, and then once I, you know, um, college, like the Detroit techno scene kind of virgin mm-hmm. and, um, you know, came across, uh, uh, my buddy was doing like DJing at the college radio station and that's actually how I met Bill because oh. Bill was, I think, DJing up at Michigan Tech. Or he, he was, was up
1: there, way up there. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> guys have known each other for a while then?
3: Uh, I only met Joe in like two years
1: ago. Okay. Yeah, but funny enough, we had people who knew each other. Oh, that's right. Weird. It was yeah. Way it's kind of and... weird that we never did cross paths uh, earlier, actually. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, um, people uh, uh, Joe was playing with um, a guy that worked I worked with okay. and. Like, it was just like this, I think he was, uh, Adam Moken was one of the first people that I knew that had any sort of Euro rack and, you know, and he was doing both, uh, you know, not only did he just get into it, but he was also doing some of the, the DIY stuff. Yeah. He was so, doing that. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really where, um, mm-hmm. I saw what you were doing, I think through Bill and, um. Like yeah, there's other people out there that are interested in this stuff, and, <laughs> yeah.
1: and they're not out on the West Coast. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: well, it's funny because like from being from the West Coast, when I picture Michigan, especially a town like Ann Arbor that's as close to Detroit as it is, I just would kind of just I just kind of assumed that there would be a bunch of electronic musicians out here. Probably are there still? I mean, maybe not in the modular realm, but like has that carried over? I mean.
3: There's, there's definitely oh, nice, I, yeah. mean, I mean uh, ghostly uh, one of the local Ann Arbor labels is here and then I mean there's a bunch of Detroit labels that are kind yep. of tied to it um, and tied to the scene so I mean that that whole kind of scene blossomed in the I'd say late mid to late 90s mm-hmm. um, at least that's when mm-hmm. yeah I was exposed to it
0: okay so what were you doing? pre-modular or was it kind of always
3: somewhere in there like in yeah form? It, no I, actually I, I didn't do anything with um other than mess around with my my friend scott's art uh, yeah you know it's um yeah he was i didn't uh, i was you know midi and fm and okay. um uh dealing with software and stuff like that okay. but yeah that's i d- went through a phase with like um Sonic Foundry's acid when that first came out and that was pretty pretty crazy at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, I, uh, the reason I got into Modular was my brother had convinced um my parents to go in on a gift certificate to Detroit Modular for my birthday. Oh really. And it was just like oh nope, and now I'm in it. And <laughs> I, I, I still remember that, you know, like when I the day I got my case, it's like Awesome. And now I, I'm just doomed after this.
0: How long ago was that?
3: That was 2016.
0: Okay. All yeah. Right. So
3: I'm, I'm relatively new to it. I, yeah.
2: That's, well...
3: But it's, like, it kind of coincided mm-hmm. with where Joe was. Um, you were probably a couple months ahead of me because you
1: were... Yeah, it depends on how you're counting. Yeah, because I was doing, like, weird just not, it was in Eurorack format, but not Eurorack yeah. <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Because yeah. that was like an extension of your workflow in, Yeah, in Ableton and, and yeah, yeah. Um, but it was around 2016 when I started getting into proper Eurorack. Yeah. Though. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. So, and, yeah. and is that, so that's, that's kind of the birth of maybe you're getting involved with the, the collective but The Collected was just kind of starting around then, right? Like yeah. Then, right like a year later or something?
1: Yeah, it's kind of fuzzy. Because um, <laughs> we were getting together around 2014 and 15 just as a few friends here and right, there. Right, right. Snowball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where do you so, play? In, the listener will have yeah. just heard about the going to the coffee shop.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've probably heard about that on Darwin Gross's talk, too. So,
1: um. Yeah,
3: I, so I found them again through Bill talking to Joe about, they were um, talking about doing SMD soldering. And Bill's like, oh, we're we're having a get together, and why don't you come out? And
1: yeah.
3: and that's that's I mean, three days at my house. Yeah, in the summer. He's a teacher, so he's like, yeah, yeah I got the summer off. Yeah, Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I I knew I knew Bill, but not really well, and like I didn't know any of you. Yeah, and just kind of you know inserted myself into. Yeah. Soldering. <laughs> I mean we spent like three days like heads down doing the terminal TDM That was pretty hardcore. And uh, <laughs> and ornament and crime and yeah I mean that was like yeah, we jumped in.
1: Yeah, shout out to Max by the way. Yeah. Awesome work on all that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So okay, so you so you, you get together with these guys and you guys just kinda of start building and it, it snowballs into becoming kind of this I lo- I love the term collective because of how like Thing it is like it's education, it's building, it's playing, mm-hmm. um,
1: it's also co-support.
0: Right? Yeah. 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 So what, what would you say, Nick? Your role in the collective is, and kind of what is your uh, what what's you what's your what's your goal, and and how do you, how do you see yourself fitting into it, and, and what is the goal of what you're doing?
3: Well, I mean, I guess I go back to know, how I felt and, you know, where I was when, um, you know, before I joined and how, you know, there was all sorts of information out there on the internet, you know, mufflers out there and, um, you know, to, to be able to just read and find out more, but to like meet people and actually have like a conversation about it with them. I mean, that's, and that was really like, I, I think kind of what, Spurred us all on to you know we had just gone through learning about this whole new you know, way of thinking and, um, and 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 to be able to provide that resource for others mm-hmm. um, because th- and there's tons of people out there that are just that that are just looking for um, you know, for like-minded people.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's funny here at this this training that I'm doing today, and one of the classes they're talking about different teaching styles and different you know just different theoretical approaches to teaching and all this stuff. And it's uh, people people are you know like if they think something looks complicated, they like they just automatically assume they can't do it, no matter if it is complicated or not. Which sounds really obvious, but it's it's like it's a phenomenon with people like having roadblocks up with their own you know, personal education. Sure. And yeah. It feels like the reason people like you guys do what you're doing and what I'm doing, what I'm doing, is because it's not. It, I mean, it, it is very complicated, but to get started, it's not as complicated as it looks. most everybody I show my system, they're like, "Oh, I could never figure that out." Yeah. I'm like, well, I did. So yeah, you yeah, yeah. definitely could. Um, <laughs> And it's, I think there's just we all get so much joy out of it that we just we're compelled to share it and I wonder if maybe that uh, that initial intimidation we remember that and maybe if that drives us to want to encourage people like no trust me we can do it yeah, yeah. I,
3: I definitely believe I buy that for you know and, and then the other thing is that the community has been so good to you know mm-hmm. to to us. Yeah, it, I mean, right. it's just like the amount kind of support back you back get, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. to pass it on.
0: Ben talk, Ben uh, Wilson talks about that a lot. Like, we kind of think of, I think a lot of people think of him as kind of, you know, the dude yeah. up there, but, he, you know, when he was first getting into it, there were people, he, he had to consult, and he, he just always said that everybody was just so patient and nice about everything thing that it kind of gave him a, a template to work mm-hmm. with, and I think that's really spread out. Especially the modular on the spot stuff. I'm like, the listeners are probably like, "God, you gotta stop talking about this stuff." But um, I don't know. It's, it seems like it's important for you guys. So yeah, it's relevant.
1: So we talked with Bill a little bit about how like each one of us brings individually in mm. the core the core um, organizers group bring, like, unique skills and unique backgrounds together to mm-hmm. kind of, like, form this Voltron of, like, <laughs> know, like that. a people grid so, analogy. Yeah. So, like, what are some of the things that, that you have that are pretty unique to you? Um, I, 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 like, lately, Joe and I
3: have been batting back a, bun- a, a bunch about, um, our, our one of our goals is to form a nonprofit mm-hmm. um, to make it, you
2: know,
3: a, a fully-fledged... Legal entity that you know that can has um that can kind of survive beyond us, mm-hmm. and um, I, I've got some background in nonprofits. I work with a, a nature preserve over in oh, Rochester, Michigan, oh, cool. and I've been on their board for I don't know how long, but um, but some of the same you know struggles that uh, you know, we've gone through there and kind of work through mm-hmm. you know, they they apply to a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. Okay. You know,
0: um because, that'll help a lot. Like probably foreseeing these roadblocks that maybe yeah. we known could
1: be absolutely in. Yeah
3: so I mean that's been um yeah and then you know we all have like little areas like I know I can always count on on Bill for, you know um, you know like his graphic design sensibilities or Dan's you know graphic design sensibilities is it's weird how like there's a there's like really weird kind of similarities between all of us but there's like um, like everybody
1: has their little you know mm-hmm. little kind of tweaks that are that make them Okay, um, Yeah. unique. So, like, one thing is, like, when I'm sitting down and I'm sketching out an idea for some sort of, like, goofball thing, you know, uh-huh. hardware-wise or something uh-huh. like that, I'm, usually I will hit a wall where I'm like, I w- it would this would be great if this type of part was available, mm-hmm. but I can't find one of these dang things. Uh-huh. And so I'll say, like, hey, Nick, Dan, <laughs> and these guys find like 10 of them (laughs) like you know and all kinds of things that's amazing yeah they've got a a special like dark art magic for sourcing things for sourcing things and yeah yeah, that's that is a
0: dark art because I've I've tried to find stuff um I was kind of doing DIY stuff before I got into podcasting um Greg Markle from Recovery Quest like one of my close friends and, and mentor when it comes to that kind of stuff and I'd always just be like, dude, like I just kind of, I felt bad. And so I just eventually just stopped asking him questions because I felt so bad because every time I asked him a question, he'd send me a link like really quickly. I'm like, well, obviously I could have found this, but I couldn't find it for some, like, why couldn't I find yeah. this? Well, and there's, I mean,
3: that's <laughs> one of the issues is there's no like, I and mean, people have tried to put together, you know, there's a bunch of good resources out there, but the amount of, like the breadth of what you have to learn in order to kind of, you know, really figure out DIY stuff is—it's—it's it's immense. I mean, mm-hmm. like, what's the difference between a one percent resistor and a point one percent resistor and a five percent resistor, and why would you want one over the other? and I mean, and it
0: probably gets pretty deep. Yeah, it's. Just, <laughs> but well, that's what's cool. That's why I'm so like excited to talk to people like you and like, like Abe from AI mm-hmm. you mentioned the other night mm-hmm. who are just like if it shouldn't be this hard I'm going to make it easier yeah. so we all thank you for that. I'm curious about this whole kind of making it a He said something that, that kind of piqued my interest a second ago about making it a, an entity that can survive beyond you guys so this is something that you know you can take the younger members and, mm-hmm. and pass the torch when you're ready to move on sure. something that could go on possibly beyond your yeah. lifespan or something like that so i'm curious like what what does that entail to set this up uh, thing up like you so speaking to your your experience from the um, the nonprofit side of the doing the nature preserve stuff like
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'm so that's as much as i can say about that like I couldn't go anymore. with like knowledge, yeah. so like maybe could you just kind of give us like a uh, what's the word like a layman's kind sure. of how it
3: works? Yeah, I mean it, at least in it's different in every state. Um, at least in Michigan, I mean the once you find like a list of all the things that you have to do, and it's it's actually pretty straightforward. It's just like there's a, just a bunch of like hoops that you have to jump through, you know, yeah. you have to have Especially like, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, you got to have like bylaws mm-hmm. and, um, and to, you know, to think about them, you know, when you write them, you have to think about them in a, in a manner where you're like considering like, okay, well, what would happen if, you know, like a plane crashed and, you know, there were only two members left and, you know, how would the you know, board of directors decide to, you know, make a decision
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, or bring in
1: more board members. It's and like you're writing a miniature constitution.
2: Yeah. Okay. It, it really is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and,
1: uh, you know, the, uh,
3: so you've got articles, articles of cor- incorporation, you've got bylaws. And then, um, you know, I think we've gone even farther beyond that, you know, it, it makes sense to have a mission statement. Um, but we've started getting into like you know the principles and the values of okay, we're this organization. What do we actually yeah. stand for? How what is what's the framework which we should make decisions? I mean, if something comes up, you know, are we you know how are we going to make a choice? And
1: then and, and it yeah the, the. yeah because like one question would just lead to like ten more questions right yeah and then <laughs> then it would, we would, we would stumble across something we're like. Wow, that's really actually a good question, like what what do we mean by this? Like, what? Mm-hmm. What do we really? Why are we really here? Like mm-hmm. that question alone. Like the mission. Like, what? What are we actually yeah. here to do? Yeah. Yeah. You know? What's the meaning of life? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It gets really philosophical <laughs> <filled laughs> <off laughs> quick. But when you have to write it down and submit it to the government, then you're like, well, we gotta be good about this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's something that you know, like you're saying, you want
0: to
1: use, like long lasting. Yeah. And
0: you be able to stand test the test of time. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So where in this process are you? I think
3: we're pretty close to being able to file and yeah we're, we're probably what a
1: meeting away from, from oh that. wow yeah yeah okay. we've been like Nick said we've been working through a lot of that stuff on a big Google Doc and working through it um, A lot of what we've been doing since the Dharma Gross podcast is figuring out, like, not just how to engage the the community more, but, like, how can we literally have a pipeline, like, how is there, how we make a pathway from, hey, I just heard about you people and I showed up at a thing, now how do I become part of you, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and then, then, you know, now that I'm actually kind of part of, of... the collective and doing things with you all how do I become an organizer and like writing out that whole pathway making it very visible like this is exactly how you would get through to from there to here mm-hmm. um you know it took a lot more thought to me than at least I thought it would but you know Nick was probably like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, <laughs> told you so <laughs> you know and, but the, the the big issue is you know this like
3: everything the simpler <clears throat> it is the better it is so, yeah. it, mm-hmm. um, and you know honing and honing and honing that until it's like it's solid is
0: probably mm-hmm. got to be one of the, the good or one of the best benefits of having what is there's six core members, seven 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 yeah, members? Yeah. like it's gotta be so useful to have just mm-hmm. just that many more brands yeah. to be able to shave that stuff off in, in yeah.
3: and yeah and you know and, and people you know, people get busy so there are mm-hmm. yeah. times when it's like oh sorry Joe I you know, dropped off the radar for a month and then other people step in and fill in and, mm-hmm. and it's just you know, life happens and, yeah. um,
1: but you know yeah and I think it wasn't until this year that we really even kind of decided to Go the nonprofit route for a long. I think when we first were starting, we were just assuming we'd go the the, the for-profit route and get mm. like you know, a corporation that kind of thing. And as we were getting into it, we really liked a lot of the more like teaching aspects of things and the community organizing aspects of things. And we were like, you know, like, this would be just so much easier if we could like get grants or offer grants or you know, <laughs> you know a lot of this stuff. And we were like, well, you know. Yeah, and we we definitely realized after a while, like we're not in this for the money. Yeah. All of us are part time. None of us see this as like a full time gig for us mm-hmm. in in reality. Yeah. Um I mean great if we could, you know, if you strike it right you know, somehow rich or some way or something like <laughs> yeah. that. But um, you know, just kind of thinking a lot of those things through I think came through like two or plus years of experience actually just muddling through a lot of this Mm. and kind of also feeling out the community too and seeing that wow there is actually like a demand for a lot of this stuff
2: yeah
1: um i think for me one of the turning points that or at least one of the points where it really solidified to me that this was the thing we could do is when we did that in march the um the confluence event Mm. which was kind of uh, um it was higher ed came together with us with local artists and um, local musicians and we did a symposium basically like that and we grabbed a whole bunch of people from that That's awesome. and it's a that was a very unique kind of event mm-hmm. um, it kind of was like a hybrid of all of those kinds of things that we wanted to do yeah and well, then yeah and I think you know the summer camp planning for the summer camp we started planning that back in like January, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, the process of planning for this new summer camp with all the different kind of aspects to it, kind of really m- made it, you know, mm-hmm. apparent to us all that, like, yeah, that's the, that's the route to go. Okay. the The nonprofit. Have you guys sure. talked to considering being in in Ann Arbor right here, we're in
0: you know we're on the U of M campus, you work mm-hmm. for U of M? Is there any way of have you? talk with anybody from the music department here. Is there any, anybody here in the music department that's interested in mm-hmm. uh, electronic Music or anything like you Tell telling me about the the tower over there? Like, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, every once in a while there's a, a professor from U of M's music uh, department who comes out and, and hangs with us. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you're a student at U of M, if you're a student anywhere actually, if you go to college and you have like a little group of like college Nerd friends, like I want to hear about it because I, I haven't heard much about it. You know? It seems like it seems like right now, with modular is probably because of how expensive it is, it seems like it's a piece yeah. of us all. Yeah, guys. <laughs> and I, yeah, I yeah. Wanna,
1: at, at this moment, I want to give a shout out to our local, um, there's a student uh, organization here called Memco. Uh-huh. Um, it's the Michigan Electronic Music Collabor- uh, uh co- co- Oh, shoot. <laughs> Collective, I collective? think I think it actually oh, is collective. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, bunch of great people. Really? They they do a lot of DJing. Yeah. Oh, and I think okay. they're just starting to get into production. I mean, they would make a wonderful interview too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, yeah. try and find them on here. Yeah. I yeah. You
1: know but
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean imagine being at you know, at school and you come across an organization that's like, Oh yeah, I wanna to learn to DJ and then you find the people that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know that to have the time to to, to teach you and venues to do it at and yeah it's, it's just like i'm shy
0: at that <laughs> so, well that makes me wonder um i kind of i think we kind of covered it when i was talking with joe and bill but what nick what is your pie in the sky what was the perfect outcome of this collective you know like what what what's your dream like, projected
3: future? Oh, I mean, I I think the big thing for us is that, you know, to reach as many people as we can, to expose as many people to you know, all the uh, the the music that can be created with, you know, these instruments and the the, to not be, you know, give people the opportunity to not be intimidated Mm -hmm. and to be as open and accessible and, you know, just
0: uh, Access is a big thing. It's, it's huge. Yeah, we were talking about the Detroit Modular Store. Yeah, um, I know it's not called the Detroit Modular Store. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you're saying, like it's it's kind of an appointment based thing. So like, yeah. where's the nearest place you can walk into a shop and buy a module, Chicago? Yeah. Here in
1: the Northwest. I well, mean, you
3: can walk into Detroit Modular, mm-hmm. um, but so it just takes
1: some 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 yeah. thought beforehand. Or you can walk down the street just a few blocks from here to the Ann Arbor District Library and check one out. Oh,
2: that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: that, that is pretty cool. Yeah, Ann Arbor is like their <laughs>
3: library system and, and they're one of our partners. Yeah, is. you were telling
0: me about how crazy they are. It's yeah.
3: amazing what you can
2: so check out.
0: That's, okay, so the, that, that's kind of your, your, your dream for what you want it to stand for, it sounds like. I, I'm curious, what does it look like? Do you guys have a facility? What kind of events? do you like what's like Pine Sky Dream
3: as far mm-hmm. as that goes Now well, there's uh, what is the name of the one in is it Australia or um there so was they that, had, like
1: the museum and everything yeah oh geez yeah I don't remember the name of it there's there's an organization <laughs> in Australia
3: I think it's Australia and I could be completely wrong on this but they've collected this this just a huge collection of like vintage synthesizers and you can like just you know Put your name down for I want to come in for two hours and you know work on that you know.
0: Okay, so Portland has something a little like that though. Oh S1. yeah, that's right. Um, and this is something I just thought of, and I'm sure somebody else has thought of it, but it, it would be kind of cool to see like people like S One and North Coast, and um, maybe like take turns going to each other's and hosting each other mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. I could see something like that. It would be really interesting for because the Portland scene, I'm sure, is a lot different than, oh, than yeah. our scene. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, the overlap is the reason you're there. So yeah, you can see that being cool. yeah. I don't.
3: I mean, uh, I I don't know whether we would have a a facility where you know it's it, it could go all sorts of different directions. Yeah, yeah. So I think the big thing is that um, you know we've been really flexible in terms of where we've had events whether they're at the library or, you know, um, the Riverside Art Gallery in Ypsilanti or, um, you know, there's just like, it, the, the organization's like, flexible enough that it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, and we've been lucky enough, like we said earlier, the community's been generous to us, like the Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, Southeastern Michigan community's been generous to us. We, we don't, haven't had to have a location because they're kind of like shaking out of the woodwork. like mm-hmm. no, I mean, <laughs> They're
0: everywhere. Like, well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. part of the community thing. you a yeah. business for our local places, and, and yep. there's just more exposure. So I, I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was there, There's got to be stuff going on in Kalamazoo. When I was there, it was such a music town. I mean, it was mostly like indie rock, mm-hmm. but like... Do you, is there other people that come out from
1: there? Or? That's probably one of the things I would say is a, f- a future aspirational goal is to start like making networks of networks mm-hmm. within the sort of the North Coast region. Yeah, like the Great Lakes, Greater Lakes right. region. I like that you call
0: it North Coast too.
1: So yeah. you can allow for room for expansion. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean we do have it's amazing. A lot of our meetups we have people coming in from all the place like yeah. people coming in from like Indiana and yeah. Traverse City which yeah. is oh, really? way up north Traverse and City, wow. yeah Saginaw and all kinds of yeah there's
3: yeah uh, it's just it's so flattering that people would be able to you know would want to hoof it all the well, way it's, I mean it's
0: mm-hmm. so cool to have, some, to have something like what you guys are doing to have a destination for, yeah you know like um. just you know back before Patchworks and before was about Seattle if you wanted like check out synth stuff. It's like, all right, we're going for we're going for a trip to Portland. Mm. And geographically, it's not that far, but it is a pain in the ass to get to. The mm-hmm. Traffic can take four hours sure. to go out of control voltage or rate or something. So like, people, you know, if you build it, they will come. You know, <laughs> um,
2: uh,
0: I've just started rambling. I wonder how many times if somebody is really really bored out there and they want to take like go through all the episodes and make a super cut of all the times that I've said, okay, now i have just like totally tr- started rambling and got off track and I'm further doing it by talking about it right now. So I'm getting a real <laughs> into it with it. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. We're going to take a look at a number of modules really quick in a nice little patch that I made. So I'm going to use the Jupiter spirits from recovery effects. So this is a, uh, it's four oscillators packed into 12 HP, all one volt per octave controllable. We got a, um, a square and a triangle wave out. I'm going to be using that triangle wave out, and I'm going to be running that into uh, a VCA that's being controlled by maths, that's being triggered by the Varigate 8, and I'll also be using the Varigate 8 from Moleco, uh for my sequence into the Jupiter Spirits from Recovery Effects and then I'm going to run that into the tape delay on the disting Mark IV. So let's see what that sounds like. So that's pretty. Now I'm going to split that signal from the Jupiter Spirits and I'm going to bypass the VCA and I'm going to run it into the 4-band distortion from DPW Design and then into the ping-pong delay from the Disting Mark IV. I'll mess with these parameters really quick. It's a nice overdrive on here. Now what's really cool with the CV in that controls the distortion uh, on off switch, I'm going to use the slope coming out of maths that's tri- triggering the, uh, the VCA. I'm actually gonna use the end of rise on that to engage the distortion. So listen to this little ditty dance that happens. that fun. Let's turn this, uh, let's turn the, the tempo up a little bit. I'm turning the high and the high mid down on this distortion. Bring that back up. And now let's uh, just have the distortion on and not be controlled by CVU again. Turn that CV control back on with the increased speed. That doesn't sound as good that fast, but when you bring it down into this slow tempo, gorgeous. Please go to recoveryeffects.com to learn more about the Jupiter Spirits, DPW.SE to learn more about the four-band distortion, and expertsleepers.co.uk to uh, check out this Disting Mark IV. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I know. I, I want to. I want to talk about uh, your your personal music that you make, sure. but I don't want to switch topics before you're not done seeing what you want to say about the collective stuff, so yeah. is there anything else that we haven't covered that you want
3: to... Well, I'll actually segue, um, I guess, into that because one of the interesting things, uh, I don't know, if, have you guys talked about the relay or... Some... No. Okay. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, uh, this
0: might be a 2 part Yeah. I, yeah, I think, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to do a, a North Coast two-parter
3: so at, at our uh, at our summer camp performance um, a bunch of us did a, a relay so um, and we've done we've done them just for fun amongst ourselves before, but pretty much one of us gets up plays for five minutes, then another person comes up and plays they play together for five minutes and uh-huh. then we're all sharing clock
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and then the first person leaves, and then the second person is playing by themselves for five minutes, and then the third person gets up. So it, it, we're really just passing the the clock baton, and it is it's so interesting.
0: I've heard and two shows like that, and it it's, that's my favorite way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Before modular, actually, like the people who got me into like the the electronic music scene in Seattle, actually. Uh, Jel Soul, Andy Reichel, who is uh, Cindy Reichel's husband. Mm. Cindy's from, from Patchworks. Yeah, from Patchworks. And then, uh, Chloe Harris. Um, she was by Rika. Both They were like my two, like, people that I... Them and Norm Chambers, Panna Bright. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um,
2: but, uh, yeah, those three were like the people that I really looked up to. And I just kind of
0: convinced them that they, they should let me play a show with them. And I did that with, with Andy and Chloe. And it's, that's so fun. I really advise anyone listening, if, you, if you're on a bill with three people, yeah it's a whole like overlap and then at the end we all did it together oh cool yeah so it was it was probably one of the funnest nights i've ever yeah, like
3: and, i mean like and you don't see you don't see that very often you don't mm-hmm. see people playing outside of be playing solo mm-hmm. um because it's so you know it's so easy to you know um to to, to you got your own drum section you got you know Mm -hmm. bass and uh, melody and and then you can have it all in one spot and that's the beauty of a a synthesizer yeah regardless of whether it's modular or not Mm -hmm. um you can be the whole thing yeah but to to share that with somebody else and to take you know take a role or to figure out how to you know to play together with someone you know it becomes something different
0: yeah, it's very straightforward. Like I feel like modular is the easiest and the hardest instrument there is. It's you know for different reasons, but I would say from my experience with, with any jamming that I've done with anyone, it is really really hard to yeah. make music with two systems when you're just bringing them together. I mean, just
3: the the just getting the clock
0: the clock <laughs> and the tuning, and then like. Okay, well, I usually make a patch that has sixteen voices, and you've got sixteen voices, Now we have thirty-two things. know, yeah. so maybe we could probably, And then you start like, like, am I doing that? Like, yeah. how many times have you been jamming with somebody and you hear this like, <laughs> and you're like, man, I wish they would stop that <laughs> oh, and That's really exactly. And then they're like, hey, can you turn that off? And you're like, oh, this was, was me. me. <laughs> 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 so when you guys do this, do you do you? Do you kind of select a key beforehand, or do you kind of just like? Is it pure improv, or do you? What kind of preparation do you? Do?
1: The last time was pure improv. Mm-hmm. I like that
0: because yeah. it's.
1: Yeah, the clock was the only thing prepared in advance. Yeah. Okay. I think, Yeah.
0: Because it really pushes you. That I mean, that's such a that's probably one of the better ways to learn to it, or at least push yourself beyond the, your own. Boundaries because it's pretty easy
1: to rest on a certain patching technique or, a certain yeah. Module yeah. or something. yeah. And then kind of jazz style, we sort of just talk to each other, like because you were after me, mm-hmm. Nick, and so and Dan was before me, so I just walked up and was like, "Hey, that's a cool beat. Keep that up. I'll bring in some bass or <laughs> something," you know. And yeah. then then you know we did that thing, and so it's like. I th- at least in my involvement between Dan and me and me and you, it mm-hmm. was like the dividing line was like between the rhythm and the melody. Okay. Yeah. So like we handed off that aspect. And I think that made it so you didn't really have to worry about key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, was, yeah, you sure, know, yeah. then, yeah. So then when like Dan was done and he walked away, then I brought in my melody and mm-hmm. stuff. And and that was like, you know. Did you record that stuff? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's Yep, and that's one of the things we just started this summer camp, too, was recording a bunch of the artists who come. We mm-hmm. did, uh, like, a studio drop-in time, so, like, an artist could just sign up from the community and come. And since we had this amazing video s- screen wall set up and everything with lighting and everything like that, yeah. like, hey, drop in, you get... 20 minutes, half hour, do your thing, we'll record you and pow, you got a video. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. so you can, yeah. You it's like a multicam TV. system yeah. and oh, everything. Wow. Yeah, so those yeah.
3: are all on our YouTube page now. And the whole reason for doing that was, was that we got tired of editing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right.
2: Because, yeah.
3: I mean, we, uh, we switched to using uh, OBS, open broadcasting system, which is like something like the Twitch uh, gamers are uh-huh. all streaming with so there's a, there's a ton of information out there about it but it's just it's like a tv studio and you don't need a lot to like really do it well yeah um That's awesome. but yeah just doing it live and doing this a single recording and we could stream it mm-hmm. which was uh, was fun to get like input bumps. from other <laughs> you know, yeah other people out you know that weren't able to show up
0: that's, yeah, that's so cool. I, that, I, love, I love that too, like, it's just a, it's a way that you can just help. There's so much noise out there, you cut through, and obviously if you're making music and you're performing, you want people to listen to it and find out about it. Yeah. So And you guys want people to know about your collective, so I, I yeah. love this kind of, like, scratch each
1: other back type. So, yeah. You know, like, and then on top of that, what we're doing with that content, you know, with the artist's permission, of course, is we're setting up a, a web page. These will be ready, hopefully soon, maybe by the time this podcast is out. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like in in a section in our website, you'll have all the artists who've ever like done something with us, and we've recorded a video. Have like a little mini electronic press kit for them. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah. that they can have there, and hopefully, you know, like one of the dreams is that like we could just go to a venue or to a place and say like, hey we'd like to play here, here's our menu. That's, <laughs> or, that's know, Like, cool. here's yeah. all the people who you could have. have or, you guys thought like that. Like a, a band
0: camp and just, like, thinking of it as, like, just releasing, like, the live
1: performances as well? That's been a thought, yes. I think yeah. that'd be a really cool idea. Yep. Yeah.
3: There's so many, uh, mm-hmm. so many different ways that it can snowball. I mean, that's the nice thing about having a collective, is that, you know, you find somebody interesting who's got, you know, and there's it just spirals out. You yeah, know. you can find somebody
0: who's like, mm-hmm. I, wanted, I want to run the tape label division. Exactly. Like yep. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to do that, what, how would they go about it if they were in the Southwest Michigan or just kind of Midwest area in general? Yeah,
3: we usually put out like an open call for mm-hmm. um, when we have events. And um, we did that with, uh, with summer camp and had to sign up on, online. And um, we had some really interesting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know I got a lot of people listening right now in Ohio. I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's pretty close, right? It's yeah, you guys are yep. touching borders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I noticed about the Midwest when I came out here, like Seattle, to Portland, there's a bunch of people who just never been to Portland. I went to Portland for the first time in years. You know, not that long hmm. ago, but when I came out here. It just seemed pretty common for people to be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna hop over to Minnesota." Really. Like, just or you're just gonna drive to Minnesota? To yeah. See you? Like, I think it's maybe because there's no mountains out here. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs>
3: it doesn't take twice as long to get.
1: Right. So. These big puddles <laughs> of water in the way. Yeah. Open. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that little tangent was just to say, yeah, if you're if you're in Indiana yeah. or like wherever,
2: like.
1: Yeah, courses. probably the best thing to do is uh, um, on com. you can either hit up our email address, which is, like, just info at com, if you just want to shout a question out or something. But we also have an email list there, which is basically all we ever do is, like, maybe once a month or two, we send out, like, here's what's coming up. Mm-hmm. And that's those opportunities, like, hey, we're going to yeah, do a call for artists and stuff. Definitely and then yeah, not intrusive. Like yeah, I know yeah. people are
0: worried about getting an email list yeah. for that. Yeah, we're like, not spammy. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what about the UP, the UP collective? Is there a pretty hot seat up in the UP? I don't know. I, I mean... <laughs> if you're in the UP, the Upper Peninsula, for those of you who don't know, I would love to hear. I, yeah, we we want to hear that, yeah. If there has ever been a modular system I,
3: in the UP. <laughs> We've got members who uh, have Cross definitely, the bridge. definitely crossed the bridge. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. What is, is that the, is that the, Mac, what's the bridge? The yeah, the Mackinac. Tri- Mackinac Bridge, okay. it's spelled Mackinac, right? You got it. Yeah, yeah. I remember,
3: did did you? that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm coming back, you know. <laughs> um,
0: I've had some Bells brew since I've been back. I haven't had any Fago yet, though, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. I have to do the taste testing, the blind <laughs> taste <laughs> testing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, what about your personal music? I know you you go by um, Think with a Y yep. on Instagram. And so, you have some releases at one point? No releases million?
3: yet, but that's on the yeah, That's definitely one of the goals. Okay.
1: okay. Well, you're on a release though. That's true. Yes, the one that we just talked about, uh, the Robots versus Aliens. He is actually on one of the tracks. Oh so okay. yeah yeah yeah. yeah
3: okay. We did we did a, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were playing you know, last fall. We were playing uh, quite a bit together. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. That's something I need to do a little bit more, my friend David and I have jammed together a few times. We got like a 30 minute jam the other day, which maybe 10 minutes of it is maybe listen to a little bit, we'll see.
1: When I I do those uh, coffee cup sessions, that's basically like what we end up with is like, here's a half hour of stuff, and then we just chop it down to like five ten minutes. Yeah, because if you do a half hour, it's going to be a
0: good 5 minutes, yeah. (laughs) Um, I gotta say love you've made a very deliberate choice with your Instagram only black and white oh, yeah. if there is a single color photo or video there right
2: if you scroll back far enough oh, you'll, okay. you'll find <laughs> it but yeah that
3: that was like like a challenge just uh, yeah. a couple of years back and cuz it it's kind of stuck
0: mm-hmm.
2: but
3: um, yeah I uh, love photography and it's it's been a while since you know held a film camera and, yeah. and been forced to use it so it
0: just you
3: know
2: it's fun
0: yeah yeah it looks it looks really good it doesn't look just like you threw a black and white Instagram filter on there it looks like well I mean that's what I do but it looks like it's a shot like the, <laughs> the footage looks good thanks um, so that's think with a why uh, on Instagram release is coming soon we're at 45 minutes is there anything you want to shout from module mountaintops before we I want to make sure we covered everything. Yeah, I'm also worried just, I, I don't want to ask too many questions yeah. that they um, already covered in part one. Yeah. We were drinking those. <laughs>
3: no. I, I think the big thing is, yeah. you know, find your community. You know, mm-hmm. Get out there and, and people are out there. It's just just a matter of looking.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, are you guys going to go to .com? We thought about Tossed going around stuff like yeah. that, having a booth or something?
1: We're trying to. So, one of the things is that many of us are educators, and that's a really hard time of the year it's to get September, out there. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's the very first part of September. But Aaron from Rack, he's in Chicago and I think he's twisted our arm enough and, and convinced us that, yeah, we should probably all get out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Even if we just do here, like a tag team a whirlwind, like 24 hour tour yeah. or something, you know? Right. Yeah. So I don't... That's in Schoenberg, right? Yeah. Illinois? It is, yeah. It's just close to Chicago. Right. So I
0: mean, it's not super close to here, but it's close enough to where people could yeah. want to get involved with your stuff. So yeah. So it might be
1: a great place to meet people. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Afro Rack, if you're listening, I'd love mm-hmm. to uh, chat with you. Sweet. Um, yeah. Thank you yeah. for joining. I don't me. Thanks, thanks for making the drive down here. Yeah, um, no problem. And uh, yeah, thanks for bringing us into the U of M library. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, I guess I'll put all the links in um, in the description, but. Where where do you want to direct everyone to be able to check out all things
3: Probably North Coast North Coast? Probably com. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? I'm going to edit all this ending stuff out because we haven't talked about Flynn Fader. Oh, yeah. Oh, really?
1: Really? my God. Like Yeah, so I want to talk about... Or that midi, crazy midi thing. Yeah, so like, <laughs> you guys are
0: kind of part of the collective yeah. beyond playing shows and having teaching events and everything, is you kind of getting into designing stuff and yeah. producing yeah. products.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's you know, the our kind of slogan or motto is music, instruments and community. Mm-hmm. And so the instruments part of this is we're we just love experimenting and playing around and seeing what breaks and what works. And learning for ourselves, but we also like being able to bring people in as well. So we've got this thing where we just play around and mess with stuff ourselves, but we also are starting to make a line of things like we talked about with Bill, like things that we could actually use to teach people with. Right, So we've got a malt mm-hmm. We've got a panel, a mm-hmm. blank <laughs> like okay. panel, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, that simple, simple, simple stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but we just are about to release, and it'll probably be out by the time this is out there, is called the Flint Fader. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a fader it goes from 0 to 5 volts. There's a little switch on the back so you can flip it over if you want, with the jack on the top to so the bottom. It's a super simple utility.
2: I was wondering, like, why you yeah, I was looking
0: at the, the panel and, like, what's that? It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's
1: reversible. yeah. Oh, that's pretty
0: cool. And thank you. You got that. You gave Yeah, you
1: welcome. Out. Yeah. But at, at two HP, they're just like they're. It's just a super handy utility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something that we were all kind of thinking like, you know, this would be great to have next to my Norman Crime, or next to my disting, or next to my you know, mm-hmm. making, making. and we were thinking, well, there's the sixteen N. But that's not in the Euro rack, and also I don't want sixteen of them. I just want one, <laughs> you know, here there, or maybe a few here, or something like that. I mm-hmm. want to be able to move them around, you know, modular, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, that's what we did, and um, and uh, so it was fun design. No, the the teaching part is that this is actually our intro to SMD p- module uh-huh. because on the back there's just three SMD pieces to to solder on, and they're kind of bigger size and everything. So mm-hmm. that's and The part count is pretty darn low, yeah. Um, yeah. on this, like a, too. A capacitor or something on the back, yeah. There's like two capacitors, mm-hmm. they're SMD, and then the, the voltage regulator okay. is too. And um, so we had a workshop over summer camp where people came in. There were people who had never soldered before who were tackling this, and we were just like dumbfoundedly impressed, yeah. The press. Really? yeah. That's awesome. We were like, you know. Hey, this is your first time. You know, if you really want to, we'll we'll help you with the soldering. Like, we'll do the soldering for you if you want. But it, you know, we would love for you to try yeah. it. And we've got more kits. If you blow that one up, here's another one. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and they they went and they took the risk and they did it. And yeah. man, all of them turned out. Every one of them brilliant. It was great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but in during the design process, there's a funny story about how. A few of us, we never argue, Mm -hmm. but a few of us, we almost came to
2: blows
1: (laughs) on on nothing more than what what type of fader knob. Not even the fader. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) the the (laughs) knob. Because some of us were like, no, we need DJ style, big stuff, you know, Uh slap it back and forth. And Uh others, like me, were like, no, I want the small stuff and like this, and Uh some others were like, well, no, I want it to be like, you know, this other style and and yeah, it it was funny. And we even had... We we had a fader shootout. We had, yeah, a taste test, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We went and bought like a dozen different types of faders and the the knobs Uh and we had a blind test where we didn't know which ones were which and everything, and we would move the fader and see like... Okay, that was a little too viscous. Uh, this one's a little too sloppy. Uh, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like way too much attention to detail here. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I was moving it around. Uh, the, the, actually, today I was just kind of like, wait, like in between things in my room, like, oh, I want to try this out. And one thing I did think was, I like, I like it's kind of good. Visual. All right, so you guys, yeah. It's okay, kind of, <laughs> I like that that approach where you guys like you're fighting about it, yeah. But you decided, well, let's. We'll solve this problem and totally take all the ego out of it.
3: And the, yeah. the, the sad thing is that you can actually have all of those, you know, because <laughs> we, with, with um, Joe actually made a 4HP panel that with a much larger fader mm-hmm. that
2: yeah.
3: we'll, we'll probably offer as combat, a, kit. you know, as a option kit. A mod kit or something like that, yeah. yeah. You can do
0: like a 1U, like side to side.
3: That's where I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: For all those intelligent case people. I
0: yeah. Um, and what what do you want to see in the future as far as like other you t- like, you want to stick to utility stuff or? Uh,
3: um, like I've been hunting down um, like good performance muting mm-hmm. modules. So Maybe the that. the ability to like bring a bunch of voices right away, uh-huh. or bring things from, you know, no volume to, you know, or, or cut CV, just, um, mm-hmm. there's not, there's not a lot out there. There's, there's a few new things that are coming out. Divkin um, Muse is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yes, Vactral yeah. yeah. bass is like, that's super awesome. I think
0: he's, I think they're going to be re-upping on their, their batch soon. Cool. So, yeah. Cool.
3: Yeah, um, Vactrals are fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I like yeah, I use it quite a bit. I use it. I kinda wanna get another one for C V and one for audio to yeah. and then you'll want another one after that. Yeah, I know, that's the thing with like distings. I'm like, I have two, but I was like, I, I could, could use two can more. Use...
1: Yeah. I want to. I want to make system disting. <laughs> like a one oh four or three or just yeah, four yeah, distings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally could. Yeah. And then under you could have a whole bank of flint faders if <laughs> you <laughs>
0: Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm so glad that it worked out that I was coming to your town or yeah. close to your town for this this teacher training. And this is now the third state that I'm. This is the fourth state I've recorded a podcast. All right, so
1: awesome. Got to get all 50 now. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Alaska. I'm sure.
3: I'm, alive, I'm sure. You know those cold winters. Yeah. Just...
0: Oh you no. Know, well, I, actually, yeah. Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Um, who, I always get his last name wrong because uh, it's Uska, but I always want to say Uksa because I misread it for months before. But uh, shout out to Matt. He's, he's our uh, Alaskan contingent. Um, I also, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're in any remote area, I want to you. Yeah. Yeah, Hawaii? Yeah. That would be a
3: great place to visit. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Well, thank you guys so much. Let's go get some yeah. dinner and a beer if you have time. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. And go get beer we did. Um, and then while we were having that beer, Joe reminded me that we hadn't done any patch challenge stuff because we were doing it all remotely. So I drew some words for them right then and there and Nick got United Explosion. Um, and if you want to see a video of his performance and his thoughts, go to the show, uh, the show description, there's a link. Um, but for now, let's just check out this sweet patch.
3: So the, the two words I got were United Explosion. And I guess the first thing I thought of was, uh, you know, Explosion's got to use some sort of noise source. And for United, the, the thought was that Mutable Instruments Braids oscillator has this triple saw wave mode where you can sweep each of the, the saw waves separately from each other. And by using frames, I was able to kind of automate the rate at which they would morph um, one octave to the other, so they'd come in and out of tune, and um, by sweeping it with an LFO, the out-of-tune oscillators would become united in tune, and then they'd slip out of tune again and then move back into tune. And then the the thought was with the explosions was Mutable Instruments Platts has this, uh, this particle... Mode that I was using, uh, triggering with a, an envelope from Music Thing Modular's Turing machine. And by, you know, kind of using Transistor Labs' stepper acid as the kind of the source of the clock and of the the melodies and using and the accent to trigger the Turing machine forward, it was kind of able to move it in a random but uh, musical manner i guess so that's i don't know 15 minutes was way shorter than i expected so i don't know it was a lot of fun i'd uh, i think everybody should try this it's uh it's it's a blast
0: yeah why don't you guys go try it i want to hear your united explosions um thank you nick and joe and bill and all of the north coast guys for uh spending the last few weeks with us last two weeks with us uh it was a lot of fun it's the highlight of my trip going out to ann arbor getting to hang out with those guys so uh yes please go and and check out what they're up to support what they're doing super cool cool dudes um needhamwoodworks.com check out those cases dpw.se learn more about this four band distortion did I mention it's got a quarter-inch input? Yeah, run your, run your electron devices into it. Run your, your Rhodes piano into it. Run your guitar into it. Um, it's really fun. Uh, Jupiter Spirits from Recovery Effects, they also just released their Dirty Murals uh, reverb delay, which is super cool. Can't wait to get my hands on that. And maybe by the time you hear this, I will have got my PodMod blank panels. I don't know. Check out on Instagram. They might be here. Uh, expertsleepers.co.uk. Check out that Disting Mark IV and all those sweet, sweet updates. Ew, that was gross. Did you hear my... I just ate dinner. Should I leave that in? Should I edit that out? I don't know. My wife's smirking at me. This is me, guys. This is me. I'm raw. This is what you get. She liked it. Okay, until next week.